Welcome to the Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. New to the classroom this season is the postcast. And Coach Weaver, I'm really excited about this. It's just a quick, easy feature that we're going to try to adopt. Uh, so that our listeners have a better clue about what the takeaways from the season are. Yeah, as I look into season four, and uh, I start out with the first episode, and I think this is going to be beneficial for our listeners uh, to kind of have a recap, 10 to 15 minutes of just kind of outlining what this season's about, who you can listen to, uh, and what those talks were about. So I want to start with episode one. You know, Rick Jones has made some moves now to Missouri. Um, Was it Greenwood High School? And we talked about uh, how we're all walk-ons and how the standard is the standard. And I really love that episode uh, of how he dove into, you know, there's things you can control and you can't control and you cannot go against the standard. Yeah, my big takeaway with Coach Jones was the walk-on philosophy too. Like every year our scheme changes in high school to fit our personnel because we can't go out and recruit to a scheme, right? That's right. Like we get who we get. And uh, you you know, I guess we can recruit our hallways, and that's about it. So uh, we're all walk-ons. Um, I think that's a really important message. You know, we, we looked at Drew Lieberman, and, um, you know, with that episode, I kept thinking, you know, what was the big takeaway with Drew Lieberman? And, you know, he's the founder of the Sideline Hustle. He works with NFL receivers. It's uh, how he outlines to hold kids accountable. And that's what I was thinking about. He holds his kids, his athletes accountable within position groups. And I think that's important uh, for coaches to understand and our listeners saying of like, hey, how do I hold these kids accountable and what are some tangible and intangible things that I can do? Yeah, you know, and I think the thing about accountability is you're never gonna like everything that people are saying about you when they hold you accountable. Uh, that's why they're holding you accountable, right? right. So the, the buttons he pushes, you know, he talks about his relationship or the athlete's relationship with this, his dad you know, the buttons that he pushes in order to get the most out of his kids, that feeds into that creative tension piece that you and I talk about. Absolutely. And then we, we fast forward to episode three uh, with Randy Jackson and Intentional Culture Matters. Uh, Randy really needs no introduction when it comes to culture. He, he's written two books about it. Uh, and he just talks about not just the steps that you can take, but also like the things that are important inside of his program. Uh, you know, we looked at, at things of... Um, the importance of building team chemistry through leadership academies and owning your team's culture. And the main word we got out of that was intentional, doing that all intentionally. Yeah. And I think the other thing that you get out of him is that there's ownership from his entire staff. So Randy's kind of the flag person for his program, but really he challenges all the leaders around him to be better as well. And so the rising tide raises all boats. That's right. Well, and then we go into, uh, Episode four, you know, running in power, no labels, no limits, I thought was one of my favorite ones in season four with Brady Walls um, from Ankeny High School. He's co-host of Run the Power podcast, and we talked about a bunch of topics that, uh, that episode, uh, offensive identity within position groups. Uh, we talked about feed the cats. Um, you know, this episode was chock full of things that listeners can take from a schematic point, from a speed and agility point, and a culture piece. Yeah, and I like his marketing plan that he's got going at Ankeny here uh, with the Feed the Hawks. You know, you start to see that hashtag everywhere on social media. 
But I think the lens that it goes back to is no labels, no limits. And if there's one thing coaches should take away from his advice, it's what labels do you put in place on your kids that's holding them back or that's defining who they are without giving them a fair chance. Then we get an episode five and we looked at from aces to achievement with PJ Hedrington and, you know, going through his life story and the, the trials and the tribulations that he goes through and the aces that you talk about so much in our podcast. Um, for me, a football coach and teacher in Iowa to now at Drake University, uh, just some things that he's gone through, you know, that really tugged on my heart with this episode. Yeah, and I think if there's one thing that leaders should take away from PJ's interview, it's that there's going to be adversity that happens that's out of your control. And I think PJ is a great testament of how do you handle that? How do you, you can let it beat you down and maybe even leave the profession? Uh, we've seen that a lot in our world. There's a lot of stress. People judge us for three hours on a Friday night, nine times out of the year. Um, or you can choose a different response, a more disciplined response, and carry on and continue to be the purple cow or the authentic leader that you are. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode uh, with PJ. Just kind of a, a sit down, drink a cup of coffee, and hear about his life story. Um, that was a great one. Then we go to episode six with Ken Vigdahl with this old hat. And man, you talk about a guy that can tell a story, mental performance certified, 3D coach certified, talks us a whole, I mean, we talk about his whole football program from start to finish and how he built it from the ground up. And I think that's important that you have to start somewhere. As you're a coach and you want to get this culture piece, this identity piece, uh, this system in place, that you have to start somewhere and make today your new Monday. So don't be like, oh, I'll start that next week. We'll make today your new Monday, whether it's a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah, you know, when I when I think about Coach Vigdahl, think about there's somebody who knows his why. There's somebody who's invested a lot of time in himself, and he's changed over the years. So the old, old axiom of you can't teach a new dog, old dog new tricks. Well, Ken Vigdahl is reinventing himself every day, and he's an amazing storyteller. So that was one of my favorite episodes from this season. Yeah. Same here. Uh, we'll go to episode seven, Outside Shades and No Bad Days with Zach Leonard. Uh, defensive line culture permeated through this uh, episode. Uh, you know, he's the author of Outside Shades. He emphasized the importance of simplifying a scheme, and I think that's so important. We try to make this whole thing complex. You know, we talk about leadership and how to set goals. Um, that's not really a complex matter. You know, set a goal for what you want. And then go achieve it. And then once that goal's met, set another one, then go achieve it. Um, you know, building, again, building an identity within your position group, but simplifying your scheme in this episode was my big takeaway. Yeah, you know, and I really appreciate Coach Leonard and what he's doing with his guys and with his program and the, the people he's making an impact on. And, uh, you know, I think his caring trade trademark really hit home with me where you know he he never has a bad day yeah. and that's from the kids perspective so that's not his perspective we all have bad days right yep. it's just the kids never see it so that was a huge takeaway for me with zach leonard yeah and you, we mentioned in that episode also that pj fleck says there's no bad days there's just hard days um so as we go and fast forward our last two episodes uh jason wilkes talked about family as the vehicle and he's at the Cary High School. We discussed the importance of family in his football program and how he has grown as a head coach through the years. Um, he and I had some similar acquaintances and friendships, and uh, he was in a GA. It was a place where I, I played college ball, so it was fun to connect with him 
and talk about different things that that uh, that I was familiar with and people that I'm familiar with, like Pete Golding and Ron Roberts. I mean, he started name dropping those guys, and I was like, I know those guys. Uh, so it was cool to connect with a guy who's now in South Carolina and uh, is now doing big things with family inside of his program. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about, and it's the old cliche. Forget about me. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, he really makes that intentional in his program. That's the cornerstone, a core value that they're built on, and uh, it permeates everything that they do. Yep, and as we wrap up, you know, Ron Mackey in Episode 9, doing the happy dance. And uh, this episode, we, we touched on everything from quarterback play to scheme to evolution of offenses. Um, this one was kind of a fun recap of just, uh, you know, talking ball with Ron Mackey, who has a huge social media influence, who has his website, has, I think, one of the biggest libraries as far as spread offense is concerned, um, and also dives into the quarterback position. So this one kind of hits all over the place, but it was fun to sit down with Ron. You know, he always is the interviewer, but he got to be the interviewee, uh, and that was fun to sit down with him and flip the script on on this episode with him. Yeah, you know, and I don't – I always think about like the Harbaugh family and what their family gatherings are like, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I know they coach balls, so like probably don't see each other very much those holidays, 4th of July, Memorial Day, maybe this time right now with the coronavirus. And it's like, it's got, it's, it's really competitive, you know, when you start throwing in these big high profile coaches and, um, you know, ultra leaders. But Ron Mackey, his family's not much different. They're all coaches too. That's his background. So super competitive person, super competitive household. And uh, you talk about someone who is just a sponge of knowledge for the game of football and sports in general. Uh, that's what I took away from his interview. Yeah, season four, as, as we kind of wrap it up, put the bow on it, um, you know, that's some, some dynamite people in there. And that was a, a great season for coaches to go dive in and, and get – a whole host of everything to listen to. Uh, and I'll tell you what, season five is going to be even more impactful, especially with the first two, uh, when those start dropping here soon. But uh, season five is going to be dynamite. Um, you know, we, I think we should have been doing this with season one, two, and three. But uh, I think this is a great idea that we've come up with to kind of put a wrap on season four, kind of give our listeners this, um, I guess, synopsis. Like, it's like the cliff notes. The cliff notes of what you want to listen to in season four, and then you go pick out one. Thanks for listening to our first postcast ever. Look for more of these to come. And as you're listening to our episodes throughout season four, reach out to us on Twitter at Culture Class 19 or on Instagram of at The Culture Classroom and let us know what's one leadership takeaway you have for each episode. Thanks for listening and look forward to more great information from The Culture Classroom.